Hello, and welcome to the Rothwell Center for Teaching and Learning Excellence podcast. Our mission here at RCTLE is to empower faculty members in their pursuits of professional growth through diverse offerings for the universal goal of student success. Every other month, we hope to bring you a new episode that offers insight into best teaching practices, new resources, and interesting people here at Embry-Riddle Worldwide. This is the second part of our interview with Dr. Ken Witcher, Dean of the College of Aeronautics here at Embry-Riddle Worldwide. If you missed the first installment, make sure to go back and take a listen. We hope you will find the show to be helpful and enlightening. Happy listening! You've mentioned previously that you consider yourself, which we've touched on a little bit, more discipline-focused instead of like a professional academic. Yeah. And you have experience in both. Sure. You have experience in the field. You have experience in higher education and what that means to be a professional academic. I just want you to kind of expand more about why you think being discipline-focused might be a little bit more important. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a really good question as well. And I, I tell you what, right now, here at the worldwide campus, we're very fortunate because the other two colleges, College of Arts and Science and College of Business, the leaders that we have in there for those colleges now, the Dean, Dr. Sharma and Dr. Gantry, are, have, a, have a wonderful academic experience coming from very prestigious universities where they've had experience teaching and there as well. And they, they're bringing to bear, I'm learning from them in ways that I, I just, it's things that I just didn't know because I don't have that significant academic experience. Uh, so it's, that's wonderful. And I'm, I'm learning and I'm a student of, of, uh, of what it is, what this academy means and how does the academy work and, and uh, what are the challenges. And I'm, I'm constantly a student of that. But but I've had success with leading the college and supporting our students, with always falling back to these core characteristics that I developed in service and I developed from the discipline and my, my passion for what we do, my passion for the industry, my passion for students that we are producing out there, the graduates that we're producing out there, that really is my comes back to my core. So in academia, credentialing is important. It's a must. I mean, for accreditation, you have to have the you have to have a certain level of credentialing to, to be uh, either a faculty member or to be an administrator of a college, there's a certain level of credentialing that's required. A lot of times, you know, universities start to focus on that credential and try to bring in the folks that are highest credentialed. And that, that works sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't. I've always been a fan, and in our discipline, we've been able to, again, to get away with this a little bit. I've always been a fan of capability is, is really a stronger marker of success than maybe even credentials. The credentials have to be met, no ifs, ands, or buts. If, in this world, if you don't have the minimum credentialing required for accreditation to be a faculty member, you, you can't even, we can't even talk. But once you do have met those minimum level credentials, then it starts turning into uh, an attitude thing or a capability thing. Are you, do you have leadership ability? Do you have the passion for the topic to where we can transfer this knowledge in a real meaningful way? Do you have a connection with the student? So it becomes a meaningful experience for the students. Those things become more important. So when I when I say, you know, I'm, I'm not a career academic by any stretch of the imagination, and, and in the world that I'm in today, man, that can be that can be career-ending type things. But the passion I have for the industry so far, knock on wood, so far has driven, has been has allowed me to to continue to move the college forward. And uh, and again, I think Emory Riddle with, with what we focus on this aviation aerospace industry, what our core is as a university. I think it fits well. You know, if, if I if I ever found myself in a situation where I had to seek employment at another university, man, I just don't know what I would do because I love education, I love teaching and learning, I, I and I respect it and I value these these career academics. But man, if I couldn't talk about airplanes at least once a day, I just don't know if 
if I if this would be the right world for me. I think it is a perfect match, you being here, because I know we at RCTLA, when we are coaching faculty to kind of engage the students, we definitely push a more well-rounded approach, you know, talk about your experience, talk about your expertise in the field, because that is, I think that that's the most important thing to engage our students. So I definitely agree with that outlook that, you know, you can be the highest credential, but we definitely want to look for people who are more well-rounded, have a lot of experience in the field, and can translate that to their students. So I think that that's wonderful. Kind of segue, what would you say is the number one thing our instructors can do to make sure our students receive an education that holds up in the field? Well, you know, that's that's a great question. And I mean, if it was, if I just had to come back to one thing, of course, our faculty are, are all credentialed very well. And our faculty also have all, most, all, really all of them has some experience in the industry they're bringing to bear. Otherwise, they wouldn't be teaching in College of Aeronautics, not because they're not great faculty, mm-hmm. but because we, we need a certain skill set. I think what really makes a difference in uh, success in a classroom or success of those students from a faculty perspective is that passion or that or that caring. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta care about the students, but you also gotta care about where they're going in our career and care about the discipline that we, again, the industry we support, that aviation aerospace industry. If you're not excited about that, if you don't see uh, clearly, where your role is in connecting the dots to this young student that's that's seeking knowledge, is seeking opportunities, seeking understanding, how you can how you can guide that learning for that student and then prepare that student for the things that they're going to face out in this industry. They're going to be game changing. I mean, just just think about it. This again, this morning we had um you know it's this morning we had a SpaceX Falcon 9 launch with uh, 60 of the Starlink satellites. And uh, of course, you know, my thing is I'm I'm gonna let's talk about it, yeah. let's show it off. So, so we had it on the big screen in here in one of the rooms, and we had some of our folks come over, and we just talked through that. If you can't get excited about what this industry is doing, then then I don't know that that teaching is is the right place for you. It might be in some organizations, but I don't think so at Emory Riddle. Certainly not in the College of Aeronautics, because the people that we the people that are in our classroom are going to have that passion. And by the way, the aviation industry, aviation aerospace industry, is it's an industry of kind of doers. It's an industry of risk takers. It's an industry of, uh, of game changers. Even if you think about things like the safety culture, you know, the medical industry comes to the aviation industry sometimes trying to understand our safety culture. And you think, wow, they're, they're a much... You think that would be much more safety conscious than we, but it's not true. The aviation industry is what's really established this phenomenal safety culture. So, so you can't go as a faculty, you can't go into this audience. You can't go into these folks either aspiring to be in the career or in the career already, the discipline and trying to move up. You can't go in there unless you care about it. If you, if you don't care about it, you're not going to be successful in transferring knowledge and helping our students to be successful. So I really look for that one thing, faculty that care about the industry, faculty that care about these students' success, and then to take what you know and take what, you know, obviously the curriculum is structured structured very specifically for a reason, taking folks to a certain point, certain outcomes, take what you know and your experiences, relate it to those learning outcomes, bring those students up to that that level of meeting and understanding those outcomes and then handing them over to the next faculty, let them build upon that. And eventually we end up with an alumni that's got a wonderful experience. Not only is it a strong academic experience where they got the knowledge that they needed, 
but it was a wonderful learning experience where you you sat in there and you heard from uh, people that were just as passionate about the industry as you were. You learned from your classmates that were that were doing these jobs that you just didn't have exposure to, but you understood you had a better understanding of the big picture of aviation aerospace because of the experience itself. So all of those things are kind of what make our faculty and our structure and our teams like the RCTLE that we have out there that helps us to be effective in these environments. And in the environment that we teach in today predominantly is online and we all know that and everybody has has an opinion one way or another about about that learning environment but the truth of the matter is uh, the students are selecting that learning environment and that learning environment has tremendous capabilities. It really can be something that's even more powerful than what I experienced back in the early 2000s in a classroom at Nellis Air Force Base. And I believe that to be true, but it requires faculty that not only have the passion, that not only have the desire, that not only understand the industry, but then they also they take the time to learn these tools, these tools that are not going to be familiar to things like video feedback. And, and uh, you know, now we're introducing these things called interactive classrooms where we're saying, faculty, we want you to teach, teach, teach like you used to teach. You know, stand up in front of that class, virtually, of course, but stand up in front of that class and, and bring something meaningful from the industry today to bear on what the students are, are learning. And uh, so we're, there are things, and we're not perfect at this, for sure, but there's, there are things that we are continuously trying to evolve and trying to improve that will allow our faculty to share their experiences, to assist those students, to have a better, not only learning experience, but to accomplish those outcomes those learning outcomes and achieve those learning outcomes at a higher level as well. Uh, but it takes all of us. It takes the college, it takes us the uh, support from the organizations around us that helps us, it takes a passionate faculty, it takes um, it takes this infrastructure that we call you know the learning management system, it takes all those things to be successful. Uh, and I, I just I hope uh, that, that everybody that's involved in this process uh, gets a chance at least once in a while to go out to a graduation mm -hmm. and watch these folks walk across the stage and see their families, mm -hmm. uh, see the you know the airplanes and stuff they put on their on their caps and gowns and and how committed to the industry that they are already and we're just we're just helping them achieve their potential and what they're going to change the industry and we're we're a part of that so it's just it's so rewarding. And I know not everybody gets to see that piece of it, but think about it. Even if you don't get a chance to see it, think about those folks. Uh, the graduations that I do, you know, uh, we talked about it in the beginning of this conversation about the military connection. There's a lot of folks that, you know, wear the, wear the scarves across there uh, uh, representing their service, uh, that, they're, that, they are, um, that they're actively, you know, serving with. And uh, man, it's again, we're helping those folks achieve their potential. It's meaningful. Mm -hmm. This work we do, as uh, monotonous as it gets sometimes, as, as uh, hard as it is sometimes, as time consuming as it is, as hard as it is to, you know, kind of turn on the excitement and walk into a classroom and be a, be a meaningful, engaged faculty member. Uh, those things are all hard, uh, but, but so worth it. And not only are we changing those students' lives, but those students are going to go out and change the future of aviation aerospace. It's easy for me. Uh, to get excited and see uh, the opportunity that's before us here in the college and we have so much work to do but good work and for good reasons and that's that's what keeps kind of keeps you going i love your passion for the field and you know your passion for embry riddle from the students first experience all the way to their graduation experience 
I think that's great. I just wanted to touch on what you had mentioned before about online education and how, you know, people do have opinions about the online format and it is, it can be tricky, right? But I, I believe, and I think, you know, our awards say that we are the best at what we do and we have been for a good time now. So what would you say, you know, to kind of wrap everything up, what would you say sets Embry-Riddle apart from the competition? That's a, that's a great question. And, and, uh, and you're right, the, the accolades we've received, I mean, as a team, as, a, as an organization, are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, just honestly phenomenal. And, they're, you know, every time, every time, you know, as, as a dean, I, I can push, I have a tendency to push pretty hard sometimes, and, and I can push the machine until the wheels come off. And, you know, I'm sitting at the end of the day going, how did this all just fall apart? <laughs> and it only takes a second to kind of sit back and go, hang on just for a second. This team is doing phenomenal work. This team, when I say team, I'm referring to the College of Aeronautics, but I'm also referring to this worldwide campus and this university that we represent. But this team, this organization, is doing phenomenal work. So every once in a while, we're going to stumble, or we're going to push too hard, and the wheels comes off, and we, we get that, but we recover. But again, it doesn't take just a second to kind of step back and look at it and recognize the the, the work that we're doing. It's just phenomenal work. So the online the online piece of this, and you know it. Uh, every day we learn. Every day we have a better understanding. Every day there's change. Uh, every day there's students that come to us that have a little different way uh, that they're going to value education or teaching and learning process, I should say. So we've got to be willing to understand that what our best foot forward yesterday is not necessarily going to be our best foot forward today. We've got to understand that. And change is not easy, especially in the academy. I mean, universities typically are incredibly slow to change, and for good reasons historically. You didn't want to change how you thought about math 15 times yeah. in a year. You know, it is that's, that those things were ingrained, and universities were slow for for a purpose. But in our university, in our industry that we support, change is real. And and how could we sit here? And uh, you know, the example I love to give is back in the the 30s, Frank Whittle had the first jet engine, operational jet engine, and you, you take a picture of that thing and you look at it and it looks like some coffee cans, you know, welded together and, and a couple of fuel lines connected and, and some smoke coming out of the back and you, you go, that thing uh, was the modern, that was the leading edge of technology in the aviation aerospace industry in the, in, the, in the 20s and 30s. And then you come over here and grab one of these new, these new GE motors or when these new, uh, you know, take a, let's take a Pratt & Whitney F-119 engine that powers the, the F-22 aircraft. You take that and you compare them next to each other, and they're like from different galaxies. And really and truly, there's only been, what, 70, 80, 90 years uh, really uh, separating those two technologies. So now we take a classroom from the 20s and 30s. And what did it look like? Well, it's a chalkboard in front of a bunch of desks. And there was a teacher up in front or a faculty using chalk to write and then we've got to transition to 2020. Why would the classroom look the same yeah. if the technology has changed so much and the expectations of the people that are out supporting that industry has changed so much? The, the, the companies that, that are moving this industry forward, their expectations of their workforce have changed so much. So why would the classroom look the same? So we, we understand it's going to change. It's got to change. We've got to keep up. We got to stay on top of this thing. What's happened in interesting in the online world, though, is that in the mid 2000s to late 2000s, there was a lot of controversy out there. Still is in some cases, but it's really kind of going away. 
but it, you know, can a student learn? Really, do they really learn in an online environment? Do, does an online degree really mean anything? And and uh, man, you know, we as a as an institution, we took that very seriously. So we did things like in, in embed assessments, uh, a, a lot of assessments. We wanted to know with concrete evidence that our students were meeting the learning outcomes that we said they were going to meet. We needed to be able to say with integrity to the to the companies hiring our graduates that these students know these things. And that's what makes that degree, when you stick it on the wall, that's what gives it value, you know, is that the industry recognizes. So we had to make sure that value remained in those degrees. These students weren't wasting their time away from their families and their money uh, to get something that wasn't going to be of value. So we put a ton of assessment in these programs. And we got very structured and very rigid on how we run online classes. And at the time, it was the right thing to do. As we've matured, as we change, as we move forward, we've realized that that, that question's kind of been answered. We know students can learn in the online environment. We know that industry recognizes the value of these degrees, even if the student completed every class in the online environment. That's kind of been accepted. We know that. We get it. So why would we continue to run those courses with the, strict, with the, with the rigid structure and the high assessment that we did before, before we knew that answer with confidence? So we're moving, we're changing, but it's not an easy thing to do yeah. because we sat here for years and told our faculty, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch, mm -hmm. don't touch. And now just seven, eight, nine, ten years later, I'm sitting here in front of the faculty and saying, touch it, please, yeah. you know, teach, yeah. teach. I want you to teach, teach, share, put a little bit of you into the success of these students. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a change that's taking place. So when we say online, mm -hmm. uh, that word had a lot different meaning. 10 years ago than it does today. I, I don't know what word we're going to be using in the future, but I, I hope, especially in our discipline, I hope that it's it's an innovative word, it's something that does have controversy, that it's a new way of, of, of learning or exposing students to knowledge uh, that we haven't even thought of yet. And, and we're able to keep up with the industry that's moving at light speed forward. We've got to. If we don't, our students are going to graduate and they're going to go into this industry and they're going to be old, they're going to be caught off guard mm -hmm. by what they're going to be exposed to. Yeah. And that, we just don't want to do that. There's a value to that. Uh, again, our focus is student success. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and say, this tech, use this technology because it's cool and we need to use it. I want to say, use this technology because it helps that student achieve that learning outcome in a meaningful way. It's going to make our students better. It's going to expose them to a style of teaching learning that they're going to be very familiar with when they enter the industry that they're going to need to be familiar with. Those are the reasons. I'm not saying just change for change sake. Mm -hmm. I'm saying let's stay student focused. And if we stay student focused, we're going to recognize that we have to change. Mm -hmm. We have to be better. We have to come up with the, latest, the newest way of transferring knowledge in a, in a meaningful way. And, uh, and again, here at Emory-Riddle, I think we're very fortunate to have a complete leadership team throughout the university that supports that philosophy. And, and again, I don't have to stand up and brag about this. Mm -hmm. You know, U.S. News and World Report yeah. is doing all the bragging for us. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a clear reflection of the, the of the philosophies that we kind of take forward as an institution. So uh, so as long as as, uh, as the industry continues to evolve and move forward, our students will need different skill sets to be successful. We're going to we're going to continuously search for the best way to expose those students to that knowledge to those capabilities, to those skill sets, that's going to allow them to be successful. So change is a, is a real word here, 
but it's not a it's not a scary word. It's a uh, it's a word that that makes us competitive. It's a word that brings value to the degrees that we offer. So you know, I talk to the faculty quite often and as much as I can, you know, and and I'm always talking about this concept of change and and how to move that forward and how do we get better. And of course, the LMS, the, the online learning philosophies, what our faculty need to know to be successful in the classroom, that's not stagnant. Yeah. It's constantly changing. I think that's an enlightening answer for our faculty to hear. And hopefully they do hear that because I, I agree that that is what sets us apart. And we always need to be changing in any of the disciplines, definitely in aeronautics, but in arts and sciences and college of business, we have to keep up with the future, basically, sure. um, and remain relevant so students keep wanting to come back. I'm really excited that you came and spoke with me uh, today, and thank, thank you so much. That's all we have for today, and thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you have any questions or even suggestions for topics you'd like to hear in the future, feel free to leave a comment below or send an email to rctle at erau.edu.